back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. the ticket water cooler thanks for joining us on this july 5th edition rico jumping in studio although his name still says uh, nick here on the uh on i the am story. not nick we could change that yeah we could, we could nick that. got tan yeah he got a tan he said he was out in seward for his uh fourth of july what did you do yesterday did you get me did you light me off before the storm um not before the storm we weren't really planning because we saw the clouds moving in and we were staying outside for a second and it turned from hot to cold like in an instant, and yeah. we were like, yeah, this isn't good. So we went inside, and we watched movies with the kids downstairs for a little bit, and then when it uh, let up, the kids were asleep. So we went outside, and we had, what, five fireworks? We lit off two or three of them, and uh, we'll save the rest for when we're uh, out of town. Oh, okay. Where yeah. we, we don't have to worry <laughs> about the uh, the laws of Lincoln, I was gonna say, the governing gonna, bodies. There's going to be a lot of uh, last year's fireworks next year because I don't think a lot of people got to, to light them off. I feel like there's going to be a lot of yesterday's fireworks today. <laughs> yeah. It also <laughs> might just be loud tonight. Yeah, it's going to be the 5th uh, of July. Happy 5th of July, yes, everyone. That's what's absolutely. going to happen. Um, I, I even, you know, I was outside and so we were doing it and I even saw... Like we were in the garage, we were in a garage, and I heard the cracking of a tree branch. So I got to see a tree branch come down. Oh, fun! So that was interesting. Yeah, is that better than fireworks? Uh, it's different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because I, I was thinking that was the first Fourth of July, in, in at least that I can remember, in quite some time where there was a, a storm like that. I mean, I hardly ever remember rain. It was on raining the sideways. Of July. Yeah, it was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, my my thought after the rain though was it's kind of good that it rained and that there's still time for people to light up fireworks because. Now, hopefully, and I hope, you know, I, I don't know if this happened or not. I said, now nothing will catch on fire. So we don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> fields right. catching on fire. Hopefully a house catching on fire. You know, yeah. everything's wet. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully nothing happened like that. And who knows with that storm, if it didn't come in, maybe somebody would have, a, you know, a couple less fingers today. Exactly. And they, and they have them, so. Thank goodness yeah. for <laughs> July storms. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and that, that was fun. One thing that, that people do think about 4th of July uh, as well is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, um, which was postponed. There, I mean, people were going crazy because they thought it was going to be canceled mm-hmm. um, because well, of the weather. Well, they said it was canceled. Yeah, they, they pretty much were just like, yeah, we're going to cancel it. Um, and But, like, Joey Chestnut wasn't having it. So they're like, well, I guess we'll, you have to listen to him. It's like the Michael Jordan of their sport or LeBron James, depending on where you agree. But there's depending no, on who you are. Yeah, there's no, like, gener- like he's the guy. You know, he's both. He's yeah. better. He's both of them. He's the um, he's the Bill Russell of the Nathan Todd because he has the most championships. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so they did end up doing it. Uh, Chestnut ate sixty two hot dogs, I believe, in a ten minute span uh, to win his sixteenth title. He did not come close to his own world record of 76 hot dogs. That's Now, that's with buns included. That is a ridiculous amount of hot dogs. Yeah. He says he doesn't eat for like a day or two after, which I totally I get. I understand that. Yeah, it's weird because a lot of those those people that, that, that are in like eating competitions, they're not very big. So you just kind of no. wonder like... What like what would happen if I ate seventy six hot dogs in ten minutes? I still don't understand how you train for that. <laughs> That's right. Because they're like, oh, we got the training sessions are brutal. Like, oh, how do you do? You just eat a bunch. Like, how do you how do you expand your stomach? Do you just eat a bunch of food, and then you just and sit there what? and let your stomach expand, and then you just yeah. continually eat? Like, I don't I don't know how it works. I don't either. I I, I 
someday would look into it, but I'm not interested in eating 76 hot dogs that, that quickly. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, Mickey Sudo won the uh, girls' competition, by the way, 39 and a half hot dogs, which I thought, by the way, you can't include half. Do That's you do half point. a hot yeah, dog? It should be 39. Yeah, it's 39. Anyway, she's the, she's the top female champion of all time now. She has nine titles to her names, Nathan's titles, uh, and she also holds the world record for eating six hot dogs in one minute. <laughs> That, how? That's insane. That's got to be right at the start. There's no way you're doing that later. In the, <laughs> later, they, they yeah. slow down significantly. But either after way, that. well, like, you dip. So my that's thing one is for ten seconds. Right? So my thing is they like dip the buns in the water yeah. and like you know to to be able to swallow it easier. But the water expands it, so then there's less room in your because you know you eat yeah, bread yeah. and water, it yeah. expands yeah. your stomach, Bring so you get full quicker. Yeah. So I just like if you didn't do that. How many more hot dogs could you eat? <laughs> Granted, it'd be a lot harder to chew the buns yeah. and swallow them if they were dry. So, oh, but how gross is it to eat? Have you ever tried a wet hot dog in the? Bun? I have. Like you accidentally like if you have you know whatever's on your plate and some something's spills. leaking. Yeah. So yeah, you spill some water and you're it's like, gross. oh, it's okay. And there's a spot you didn't see, and you go to bite it, and there's just mush yeah. on like the bottom of your tongue. And you're like, Bleh. <laughs> nope, Mm-mm, can't do that. I'll so they're just dipping the whole thing, and they're just like. Yeah. I know that's a gross oh. noise, and I apologize well, to everybody, noise, but yeah. that's the noise. They just down the bun. I wonder what, like, the tickets are to get. I mean, I, I mean, if you just walk up there and go there for free, I'm not sure. But it, uh, as far as, like, events, like sporting like events. Like front row. That you want to see, yeah. Front row at the Nathan's how, Hot Dog Eating Competition. How high is this one lead? Because you might, you might hear a lot of those gross noises. Does Joey toss you a hot dog at the end? <laughs> you get a chestnut hot dog at the end? Somebody pukes every year, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. They also, they've added things. There's, like, the lemonade chugging competition. Hmm. Which uh, I don't, so I don't remember his name. Name. Something Badlands. Uh, he he won it last year. Which it's like a gallon of lemonade, and they're like, "Let's oh, see who can chug it the fastest." He downed it last season, last year, last season. That's like that gallon last season. Like it's a last sport. Season, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is. I mean, it kind of is. I guess I, you know it's one of those I mean, competitive eating is a sport. I mean, I mean it's competition. Yes. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Yes, but again, I don't know how you train. <laughs> yeah, we have to like look, at least other like that. you know for people that look. I'm not trying to offend anybody. For people that say that cheerleading isn't a sport, like at least you train for it. There's the like there's training. I don't know how you train for competitive eating. I know they do. I don't know how. <laughs> like I don't. I don't. You don't have to be. You know. Do you have to be in great shape to be a competitive eater? Because like you said, they're not yeah. huge people generally. Some of them. Some of them. Are. Some of them are very large. Yeah. But they're not like. You know, grotesquely obese people. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause Joey Chestnut it just looks like a regular guy. Yeah. You see some of the some of the uh, women who do the competitions. It just like look like regular women. Like it's not. I don't know. I don't know how you train. I don't know how you expand <laughs> your stomach. I don't know, but I'm sure that the competition in the bathroom could be a sport afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. We don't just televise that. Disgusting. I think they should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No, that bad. Um, idea. 24-7 lists Nebraska as a potential trap game for one opponent this upcoming year. Uh, who, who would you think that would be for Nebraska? Do you have to be in a certain like level to be a, a trap game? Uh, I think it's just a group of five. Yeah? But like a, but like a, not like a national powerhouse group of five. So before they moved to the Big 12, not Cincinnati. Right. Like a Bowling Green would be a trap game. But Nebraska apparently is good enough to be a, tra- well, not good enough, excuse me, to be a trap game. For Michigan, yeah, I mean, I get well. Who who do they have after? Because you could. That's that's what I that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I think it's it depends on you know if you're not a very good team, even if you are a good team, depending on who's before and after you. So like you know, 
Um, let me let, hold on. Give me a second. Maryland. Let's say Nebraska played, and this isn't how the schedule goes. But let's say Nebraska played Iowa, Maryland, Wisconsin, or Wisconsin, Maryland, Iowa. Yeah. Maryland would be considered a trap game because you you get up for Wisconsin, and then you're focused on beating your rival the week after. But it's like, oh, yeah. you have to take care of Maryland first. I don't think so Maryland's think a great example though, because I think Maryland's going to be good this year. Well, I understand that. I'm just throwing a team out there. I, I think you yeah. can be a, a, a pretty good team. <laughs> as long as you're not, you know, Alabama's never a trap game for anybody. No, Alabama is the game. Georgia's game. not yeah. a trap game. But like a, a team like that could be considered a trap game. So it is kind of sad in just one regard that Nebraska, the national brand it, it was or is, is now a trap is game. Is now a trap game, and not just a game that you get up for. Yeah, yeah. You would think that's if Nebraska, the Nebraska, Michigan. What it is. That's a helmet game. You're not thinking of that as a trap game. Uh, but they listed it as a potential one, which again, it you know we can we can complain all we want, but we know where Nebraska football is. Michigan before Nebraska plays Rutgers. Afterwards, they play Minnesota. No bye week. That's not a trap game. Doesn't feel necessarily none of those too games. Trappy. None of those games are a game that Michigan is getting up for, which could be the problem. They're not. I no, wouldn't label it a trap. Those game. Those aren't trap games. Yeah. The Nebraska is not a trap game. That's just another game. Michigan's schedule, by the way, if you look through it, East they're getting up more for Nebraska than they are for Rutgers. Yeah. Like that's not uh, whoever. Who and did it's this? on the road. Yeah. Who did this? It's a twenty-four-seven article. Twenty. How dare you? Which, by the way, there's like so many people that work for 24/7 all across the country. But but whenever we reference it, we're just like, yeah, 24/7. Yeah, it's 24/7. Like, hey, how dare you, yeah, entire just, business? Every every person that works there uh, for that one article. Uh, but Michigan too, by the way, their schedule, and I hope Nebraska gets that win. Um, but and we'll talk about it from the Nebraska perspective in a second. Michigan's schedule. I expect them to be nine and zero. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green. Hey, look, Bowling Green. Rutgers, I mentioned Bowling Green. All at home, so Nebraska will be the first road game. Mm. So that's hard to be a trap game when it's their first road game uh, for Michigan, September 30th. Then they have, then they play at Minnesota. That could be a tough game. I guess you could consider it a trap game because, like you said, it's their first road game. Then they go on the road again. Michigan, Minnesota is a trophy game. Yeah. I don't think Michigan's looking at Minnesota like, oh, you know, we need to make sure that we beat them because that'll help us with our, yeah. you know, whatever. So it, you're not going to get, you know, people aren't going to look at the Minnesota-Michigan game and, and think, you know, Michigan beat Minnesota. That's a really good win on their resume. But at like, the that's same, not, that's at not the really same time, again, you're talking about a four-win team last year, Nebraska leading into a nine-win team, Minnesota, last year. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could have a little bit of an argument there. But you're facing a what? A three four win team in Rutgers before that right and you're facing Bowling Green UNLV like it's not a trap <laughs> game all of those could be considered trap games yeah uh, but Michigan anyway after they play Nebraska at Minnesota Indiana at home at Michigan State who knows about rival games I think that Indiana that Indiana game is that the Indiana trap game, is a trap game that one's it. the <laughs> trap game because you got Minnesota then you're just like oh it's Indiana they won th two games last season whatever we don't care about them and then you have your rivalry at Michigan State yeah you're not going to focus on Indiana. You're focused on beating the Spartans. And after Michigan State, they have Purdue. So they finish with oh, at, Maryland at, is a at trap Penn game. State, Maryland, your trap game example earlier, and then Michigan. So their last three games should be difficult. That's a, no, that Maryland game is a trap game because Penn State's supposed game. to be third in the East, whatever. You know, you got to make sure you finish above the end. Then you get the Turtles. And then, obviously, the game, Ohio yeah. State, to end yeah. the season. That if any of the games on this schedule are trap games, it's Indiana and Maryland. <laughs> don't don't give me this Nebraska so mess. So Nebraska not going to be the not trap a trap game. game. Um, if you ask any Michigan fan, those are the two: tra Indiana and Maryland. They it, don't care about. It's Nebraska. also weird though, because and, and again, uh, transition year, all that. But Nebraska, Michigan, um, you know, certainly a helmet game. Even the even like we did a dream scenario for Vers with Vershawn. 
and he still gave Nebraska the loss to Michigan. And, I, and that's just where it is. Michigan's like a top five program right now. Again, Nebraska, first year head coach, so nobody's going to predict Nebraska to win. Um, but I think that's very a little bit interesting because when somebody at least lists them as a trap game, then they, they see a potential for a, a, an upset there, yeah. which well, at least it's in that. Memorial Stadium. But nobody's going to predict it. Um, but, I, 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 you know, of, of the whole season, that's probably the toughest game on their schedule. Um, so it, it's hard to predict that a victory, but I just, I find that a little bit interesting because I, I we, we, before the season, everybody's going to say, no, there's no way. And then hopefully by that week, um, we can, we can see a, a way of getting a victory. But I think part of it too, is how badly Nebraska beat Michigan last year. If both teams, Other way around, yeah, yeah how bad Michigan beat, I was like, wait, Nebraska beat Michigan? Wait a minute. <laughs> um, nice. if I, I think if both teams go into this undefeated and that's, Look, it's not taking anything away from Nebraska, but that's going to be a big, big task for Nebraska to go into the Michigan game undefeated. Um, everybody knows the schedule. I don't have to go into it. Um, but if, if both teams can go into this game undefeated, I think that would be probably the most trap gamey scenario for Michigan because you look at Nebraska and you think, oh, they're you know it's our first road game. They always have a big crowd. Um, you saw how excited the crowd was two years ago yeah, uh, for, for Michigan when they were here. So um, I know if if Nebraska can somehow manage to be 4-0 going into this game, Michigan will have to you know do a double take on this one before, before they uh, start focusing on the Golden Gophers, like you said, who had nine wins this last season. So yeah. I guess in that scenario, it could be considered a trap game, but... Like you said, nobody's going to be predicting Nebraska. No, nobody's going to be predicting Nebraska to win. I yeah. would be surprised if they're less than a two touchdown underdog. Um, so, I mean, September thirtieth can't get here soon enough. Granted, you know we have to get past August thirty first first. But. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I mean, I just, I you know, I obviously get excited every year, but the the two big games right out of the gate for Nebraska, um, that's going to be fun. Uh, quickly, the text line um, two five nine three says Bach eat some chicken or eat some chickens again. No, I retired. At one time, I tried to eat 10 McChickens He's a, in a show, I think. No longer professionally. And that showed me I'm not a professional eater. I was an intern at that Were time. You, yeah. I was. I was interning. <laughs> did you here. have to run and go get the McChickens? I did not. No, I did well, not. that's good at least. No, but I, I saw the aftermath. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about needing to dip something in water. Those things were nasty like a half an hour into it. Uh, Drew and Wahoo says, I would assume that if you're a competitive eater, that it would take the enjoyment out of eating regularly. I don't think so. Also, how much enjoyment do you get from just eating? <laughs> how many people sit there and just go, man, I love to eat? <laughs> well, a lot of people do. I mean, it, it is it's a little nice uh, pick-me-up throughout the day. Yeah, it is. But I don't know if it takes... I, I don't I know mean, if I get enjoyment out of eating. I just, you know... <laughs> what about, like, you go get your favorite meal? that you don't ah, get Okay, well, there, there is that. Yeah, yeah, here and there. But just the regular eating? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and two five one twelve says to me a trap game is when you think you have uh, have it in the bag and don't have to get up for it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we were saying. Yeah, it's a game you're not really you're not focusing on because you either had uh, uh, some stiff competition before and you have some f the following week, or it's just a game that you're looking at and you're like that's not we're going to beat them with our eyes closed. Yeah. Well, kind of like how Michigan treated, uh, was it Colorado State and Hawaii last year, where yeah. they were having an open quarterback competition? Yeah. They're not worried about it. They're just like, yeah, we're going to win the game. We're just going to see who's the better okay. quarterback. You play this game, you play this game, we'll see who gets to start <laughs> the, the following week. And I know if you're Colorado State and you're Mich and Hawaii, you're like, hey, 
That's yeah. not very I nice. I love that arrogance. I, I just loved it. It was it Maybe was Nebraska cool. will get back there one day. Yeah. Like, oh, we have a quarterback competition. We'll just play these first two games <laughs> with whoever we feel like throwing out there, and we'll see what happens. Just from the coaching staff, we're obviously going to win. You know how cocky you have to be to, to, to announce that? Yeah. Like, not even just have that happen in a game and then afterwards be like, yeah, this is what we did and this is why we did it. Like, they were like, no, this is how yeah. it's going to happen. You play this it's game. Well known. And they're like, Hawaii, you're going to face J.J. McCarthy. So here yeah. we go. Let's figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. Jim Harbaugh is kind of cool sometimes. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Nick will jump back in studio. We'll get the crossover in before happy hour. Coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 